Hello and welcome to the If We Knew Then podcast. I'm Stephen Sox. And I'm Lori Sox. Happy Mother's Day 2022. Happy Mother's Day. Episode 99. <sighs> what a journey it has been. Today we are celebrating Mother's Day. And that's everybody who identifies as a mother in that role. We celebrate you. One thing that has really been in my mind and a conversation I've had recently is about our power as mothers. I think about how powerful we are, how strong we must be. I always think that, I mean, it's been said so many times, but if men were in charge of actually bringing life the way women do, there would be other ways of doing it. (laughs) Well, it's funny because... I was just in the car with our daughter and she pulled up this video that I guess MTV did and it was men having to experience, they were trying to simulate what cramps were. First of all, it was, it brought me so much hope. Like monthly cramps? Monthly cramps. Mm -hmm. And it brought me so much hope because I don't know about anybody listening, but we didn't talk about our periods. We didn't like, it was an inconvenience and it was like, what? We just hit them and we powered through and like we passed each other products like through our sleeves. I remember working at a restaurant once and I was like, oh no, I started and somebody like was passing me as like some secret like thing. And it's a part of life. And I just remember being so mortified because she like, she intentionally like didn't hide it. And I was like, what are you doing? Oh, no. Well, I that, just Hopefully we're getting out of that kind of shaming. Yeah. It, well, it was, I didn't know it was shame, but it definitely was shame. And this is something that we've experienced through history. I mean, it's a part of evolution. It's a part of who we are. It's how we are able to create a child in our bodies. And yet as women, when I grew up, it was this taboo thing. And it's still a bit of, as I was explaining to my daughter, you know, as she was approaching puberty, but I was so happy because she was watching this video and it's, you know, a bunch of different guys and they're with a pal and they're talking about this is okay. This is what women go through every month. And for the most part, some of them can't get past level three or wait, wait, four. They not only talk about it, they actually oh, yeah. connect they, them to a machine. They, they connect them to a machine <laughs> that simulates cramps. And you know, I mean, let's just face it. You know that it's probably not 100% accurate of what we withstand on different levels, you know, because obviously there's well, a Well, it could spectrum. be too low or too high. Actually. I don't think it's ever going to be too high. <laughs> okay. No, um, I don't know. Like, no, you don't. Not? Yeah. But that was the thing is that these these guys were like oh my gosh I can't believe this is what this is what they go through and it was so fun to watch the conversations because eye opener right it was an eye opener but it was I mean the conversation has been there for so long and we've said it as women like if you guys had to live through cramps you would just I mean we'd have you'd have seven days off a month I mean it's no (laughs) doubt in in our mind but still like I mean there's a lot of women in the world and we just do it because that's just what we do. And so it was really fantastic. There was this one guy who was just like, 
and I think it was level four maybe. And he was like, so. Uh, four out of 10? Four out of 10. Nobody got to 10, by the way. <laughs> Nobody got to 10. Eight for a second. And they were like, ah, screaming, <laughs> screaming so loud. And this one guy goes, would you be able to do your work? And he goes, no, uh-uh, I can't. I can't concentrate. Uh, I quit. You do it yourself. <laughs> and honestly, I went, Sophia laughed and she was just like, that's how I feel sometimes in school when I'm just like in this, you know, ridiculous amount of pain and people are talking at me. She goes, I totally feel like that sometimes, mom. And then we discussed how as women, we're so strong because we may feel like that, but then we just dig in and we just do what we have well, to you, do. You actually societally shouldn't show it like in your mind you go I shouldn't even show that I have any kind of cramps are going on like not only just pushing through but like not even a little complaint about it like there's if someone anybody male or woman had a headache at they go, you know I just have a headache right now or I'm having migraine they, they would actually say it out loud no, or go home yeah but nobody no woman says I have cramps I, I gotta go home or even just I have cramps but I'm gonna get through this look at what we is. do as preg when we're pregnant like we go to work. Like I taught a spin class until I was seven and a half months pregnant. Like we just do these things. My our friend is pregnant and she's at work and she's like eight and a half months pregnant and she's still powering through. And you know what your body feels like. Yeah. We know as women what that feels like, that we're tired, that, you know, our feet are swollen, but still we're just like we're just doing it. We're just getting it done. In my mind, I think right away. <laughs> Could a man do this? But it, it's totally irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. We don't have to compare the sexes. You know, it's not about that. It's just the fact that this happens and women in their strength. Women are badass. Push through. Yeah. That's it. It's totally. not about, I always tell, I always tell Sophia, it's not when celebrating one thing does not mean that you're saying the other thing is bad. It's just, that's just foolish. No, we're just going to celebrate. It doesn't. And if there's a man who feels bad because women are being celebrated, that's an issue. That's that sounds like a you problem. That's what Sophia mm -hmm. would say. That's there's a lot of Sophia in this because she's a woman. She's becoming a woman, and you know I want to celebrate her, and she's what made me a mother. And I love to see the changes that are coming up. But no, this isn't about like that's not what this episode is about. It's just about Mother's Day and mothers and celebrating us and celebrating even more specifically the mothers in this community. Because for as much, again, we're not comparing, but for as hard as a mother works, everything that they do, the love, the care, the nurture, the homework, the food, the, the everything, the everything that gets done, the job or jobs, whatever it is, whatever that role entails for you, because I believe it looks different in every household, but whatever that looks like for you, just as a mother, when we look at being a mother in this community, there's another layer there that I think makes us more dynamic, more what Beyonce refers to when she says who runs the world or I'm a survivor or any of that, those songs that celebrate us. I mean, the songs that celebrate us definitely are these powerful, just, what is it called? A like a song? Do you know what I'm talking about? Anthem? Yes, anthem. They're these tribal anthems that are so powerful. So we talk about this community and, and everything that we withstand and learn and how we grow as mothers. I just want to, I want to celebrate that. This journey has meant so much to me, to my development as a human. And I think about like we've talked about Sophia who made me into a mother 
and that experience just to be able to witness a life and to be there and to learn and grow with her. And then Liam, just taking that to a totally new level. I think about a typical Mother's Day where a family says, we're going to pamper mom today. Let's pamper her. That's what a mom does all the time. And then she gets one day, and it's going to end up being like one quarter of a day and kind of semi-pampered, really, because when it goes down to it, there's still some work that she's probably going to end up doing. But it's just done. You just do it. And that needs to be celebrated. So we are powerful. I, I, I feel like we forget that. I feel like we get caught up in the things that we're supposed to do, or we get caught up in what people tell us our definition is, and we forget our power. We forget how dynamic we are just in the most basic, like we talked about propagating humanity, that power, the power that we have to guide our our patience, our empathy. Somewhere along the line, I feel like we forgot. I feel like someone told us a different story and then that story became ours. And that is such a parallel to this community because I feel like that is also the situation with Down syndrome, that someone told us a story about Down syndrome and then they said it enough that we believed it and then we propagated it for them. And then we realized it was wrong and started to advocate and make change. And that's the change that we're seeing now in our community as mothers, it's the same thing. We gave birth to humanity. And somewhere there was a conversation where someone said, I know that this is what you feel about yourself, but no, you're lesser than, and we're going to switch your role. And we're going to tell you what your value is. And somewhere along the way, we believed it. I've, I've been wrestling with that in my mind for the last couple of weeks is that when did when did someone tell us the story that we decided to own for ourselves? The work of a mother truly has never been valued as much as possibly a partner that goes off into the workforce and Works. No, I think you're right. Yeah, I think that it's kind of a role. But of the that's eye historically like yeah. that conversation. I, I feel like, you know, just like we talk about the advancement in the rights of our children and education, the stories happen for so long that it's like we should it should not be that story anymore. We should. I don't think that's the story. I think we know that that's the that's the history. Women have been underappreciated. Women had to fight for equal rights. We had to write, you know, and I think that that's what's so maybe that's what's at the core of me fighting for my son's equal rights is because I know as a woman, I'm fighting for my rights. I'm fighting for equality. I'm fighting for equal pay or to just be seen as equal. If I choose to stay home and raise my family, that is so important. It changes the world because we're creating these lives and we're bringing them up and teaching them lessons and how to be human and how to be out in the world. That has just as much of a value as you said. It builds the future. Right. If that's what I choose to do, if I choose to follow my career and provide financially for my family, then that is what I choose to do and all how dynamic that is because what I am competing against, what I am changing in the mindset and still moving forward, you know, I can say our power and who we are, but I do believe that we have to remember our power, the beauty of us, right? We look at it. I I love that it's changing like, um, 
body shaming and and that different bodies are being embraced because for so long it was like this is what every woman should look like and be like and act like and do like and and I just feel like it's that breath that's that breath of evolution for change and and where equality is just there and just like I want my son to step into his power of who he is that's what this conversation maybe is is about is remembering who we are we have fought for our equal rights, equality in the workplace, equality in the world, the right to vote, everything as women, the right to go to work, the right to wear pants. I mean, that's not a civil right or anything, but I mean, how long did it take for it to be okay for a woman to wear a suit? And I think about this specific journey because right now we are fighting for our rights again. We're still, I don't want to say again, because I think as women, we're always fighting for our rights, fighting for our rights, for our voice. It's just like this evolution. And I think because we're in a certain place in society, we think that it should be something else. So sometimes in our minds, it is something else. Here in the United States, we have a, a female vice president, which I I'm going to tell you that I'm still upset that that wasn't celebrated because there should have been more of a celebration to what that meant for us women to have a woman in the White House. It wasn't though. Like any other thing that we do, it's just like, oh, okay. But that needs to be celebrated because of everything. It probably couldn't have been celebrated enough, really. It couldn't know. have been celebrated mm-hmm. enough. And I, whatever whatever your political um, thoughts are on that, that's a game changer. There's a woman in the White House. Why did it take so long to happen? It took 46 presidents. 46 administrations before there's a woman in the White a woman in the White House. So we got to celebrate. We have to celebrate those wins, right? I want to talk really quickly also our rights. Again, whatever your political stance is, what is important to me is as women, people don't take away our rights, our voice. We have to keep that in mind because that is, no matter what your belief is, that is really what's at the core. Someone taking your voice. Someone telling you what to do. And it hits me personally. It hits me because that's the same fight I fight for my son. Someone taking away his voice. Someone telling me who he is going to be. And what he is going to do. Someone from the outside who has really no right to comment on my son. Historically has commented and created limits and boundaries and walls and inequality. And I think about that as we as women are continuing to fight for the rights just over our own being. Our own voice our own mind. We're powerful. We are strong, powerful beings. And I think that scares people just like my child is a strong, powerful, intelligent being. I think when he walks into a classroom in his power, that scares people who thought anything else who wanted to put a limit on him, who judged him, who maybe treated him in a way that they knew was wrong. So the real quest is for equality. The real quest is for our voice to be our voice and that nobody can take that away from us. I want to go back to being a mother. I was in a yoga class the other night and I brought my daughter with me 
because I think it's really cool. She's now at an age that she wants to do yoga with me and I embarrass her a lot and I just really infuriate her <laughs> because I say things that she just is like, well, you know, mom, you're embarrassing me. I think it's been said through history. <laughs> I think some, another mother came before me that embarrassed their 14 year old daughter. Uh, I finally did say to her, you have to stop coming places with me if I make you so mad because I can't be made to feel bad about who I am. So I'm in this yoga class and it's all women last night and the teacher didn't show up. What was really beautiful about it is the teacher didn't show up and you know, we, you could tell we were all like, Ooh, cause we had put this in our schedule and I don't know about you, but when something goes into my schedule, something has been moved or pushed, or I've made time for that hour because all day I've worked all day and actually had just arrived home from picking Sophia up from school in a nonstop moving day. And that was on our list. That's what we were going to do. And at one point, Sophia was like, well, can we wait and do the next class? And I'm like, no, this, is, this is the time. This is it right now in front of us. This is our time allotted. So what do you do? What's right in front of you? And the lady said, well, you can have the room. It's your room for this hour. And uh, she was trying so hard to make it right. And what I loved is sometimes in those situations, people complain, but not one of us complained. We were like, all right, it is what it is. There's no teacher. Complaining will not make a teacher magically appear. It just isn't going to happen. Or I would complain more. <laughs> Complaining changes nothing. So I took her offer of the music, the iPad, and we found a playlist and we plugged it in and nobody took over as leader. Seven women in the classroom. I asked if Justin Timberlake and Beyonce, are those music playlists okay? Everybody agreed on that. I plugged it in, turned it up and each of us did our own thing. And at different times or at a different moment or another, one person would be inspired by another person. Oh, they're, they're doing some sit-ups. I'm going to do that. Or, oh, there's a beautiful flow right there. And I stopped for a minute and I looked around at how beautiful and perfect we all are. I don't know if in that situation that if there was uh, a man in the class, if it would have been any different or if people would have walked out or... I would have gone to the beignet shop next door. <laughs> but we There's were There's my hour allotted. There's your hour allotted. <laughs> but I just thought at that moment, I just wanted to celebrate. I wanted to celebrate us. I was just like, yeah, look at us. We're great. We're lifting each other up. We are inspiring each other. We are showing kindness. We are not judging each other. We are accepting each other. And we're there together in this place, together, doing our own thing. No one is right or wrong because we're there with a loving heart. And we're there together. And we know that we're together. And we're doing something different. And we're doing something beyond the parameters because there's nobody there. There's no teacher there to tell us how to do it or to show us what to do. And it was magical. And in that way, that's how I feel about the mothers in this community. We are there together. We are doing things for the most part without anybody telling us what to do or really showing us. 
you know, we try, we try to be advocates for each other. We, we get the information out there, but there's no, when you walk into the classroom, there's not someone at the door going, Hey, let me show you how to navigate this. Let me tell you about the curriculum. Let me explain to you all of these things. So we do it. We, we join together as this community. We educate and advocate and we lift each other up and we listen to each other. Sometimes we're just there so we can vent to each other, so we can cry with each other, whether those tears are of celebration for a win, for a milestone, for something our child did that they said could never be done, or their tears because we are overburdened, we are tired, we hate the injustice but we're there and we are together and we are dancing and creating and inspiring and lifting each other to whatever (laughs) playlist that we have available and we're doing it. And it just was so magical last night. I didn't know what we were going to do for this week because it was Mother's Day. And I really do think that it needs to be like, hey, it's Mother's Day. And I want to say to each and every one of you, I love you and you're doing an amazing job. I want to, can I curse? I don't know. I just want to say to each of you, just like, heck yeah, for lack of stronger words, because I don't want to offend anybody with bad language. I don't, but because I think like I always tell Sophia, choose your words. And sometimes a curse word is the only word. It is. I will say that. Sometimes it's like, ragabaga. But to not take away from your power for you, who you are and what you do. That's, it's just a sigh. It's just this breath. There's no word to say how much I admire and love each of you. And I see, I see you in my heart and I acknowledge your journey. I acknowledge it full force. And even if you only get one moment, I hope you get brunch and maybe some flowers or, or some kind of noodle craft. And you know what? And with those crafts, I know that there's like a lot of pressure because they do, sometimes they do crafts in school. And I was actually glad to see that they were being more um, inclusive in their language because all families look different, right? But I know that there was a point when Liam was in kindergarten that like you look at the craft that's sent home and people would always try to make his crafts look like everybody else's. And I could tell, and I would just like, I would joke about his aid and be like, your artwork's getting so much better. But I embrace my child's craft. I embrace their handprint. I embrace however many beads they string on a string to make a necklace because we know, we know that OT exercise, don't we? And we know the work that goes into it. And those other moms or parents or people celebrating and receiving those gifts, they don't understand Like they don't understand what it took for their child to put that one bead on that string. But what a gift we have because we know, because we were there. We saw the early interventionists. We're there for the OT. We know that pincer grasp and we know the bilateral coordination and we know exactly what it takes. And you're just like dug in and you're alive and aware. And I celebrate you. I celebrate you with the biggest, biggest breath today. Whatever your day looks like, I celebrate you. And I will take a moment to sit in the joy of what this journey means to me. It's not what they told me when I received the diagnosis. It's not what society told me when I'd go out into the world. It's not what the teachers or the administrators, it's not what anybody has told me. This is my journey. And it is freaking 
beyond words the level that it has brought my life to. That's what I celebrate today, and I celebrate each and every one of you, and I want to say an all-inclusive Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, but a very special Happy Mother's Day to the ones in this community. You're rocking it hard, and we love you. Please follow us on Twitter at If We Knew Then Pod, and you can drop us a line on our Facebook page at If We Knew Then Pod, or visit our website, ifweknewthen.com, to send us an email with questions and comments. And you can join our mailing list there and get alerts of future podcast episodes. All these links will be added to this episode's show notes. Thank you again, and we look forward to you joining us on the next episode of If We Knew Then. Come and join.